0: The program UFO Warning. Today's topic UFO videoed over Keokuk, Iowa. That's correct. A UFO has been videoed over Keokuk, Iowa. But just before I get into that story, there's another one I want to cover, just a short one. And this is uh, what appears to be a secret uh, Deep Ops airplane filmed flying over the Philippines. And I bring this up because I want to show the difference between uh, what is a man-made aircraft that we uh, so commonly hear about, attributed to UFOs, and an actual UFO sighting. Now, you can find all these articles linked at the website, ufowarning.com, that's warning, and there's also uh, a link to the, the one article that we cite from the Sun with video of the sighting in Keokuk. But this first sighting uh, involving this, uh, what appears to be uh, almost a second generation uh, stealth bomber type plane or drone, uh, can be found on warzone.com, or the, actually the drive.com, and the subreddit there is the warzone. <clears throat> And it's titled, Mystery Flying Wing Aircraft Photographed Over the Philippines. And then it says, um, the the article's by Tyler Ruggaway. There's a lot of good stuff, by the way. It says, the Philippines sits between the South China Sea and the Philippine Sea, two continents and highly surveilled bodies of water that regularly see large amounts of military activity, especially Chinese and American, all types of military aircraft, Constantly frequent the skies above both seas, from bombers to drones, but on September 2nd, at around 6.15 a.m. local time, landscape photographer Michael Fujinet captured something very unique in his lens, what appears to be a stealthy flying wing aircraft with a diamond-shaped fuselage and slender wings, a centralized exhaust potentially featuring twin engines and a ventral Fuselage bulge. Now, you should notice here that when they get a picture of this thing, even though it's not like any normal plane you see, uh, an expert witness like Tyler can look at that picture and just uh, point out all kinds of features on it. Okay? These are typical man-made features in an aircraft. Whether that's an, an advanced aircraft, like something came out of the stealth program, or whether it's um, something, you know, Just a normal plane but you can see features on the craft and begin to understand how it works mechanically now it says fugnet tells the war zone that he was up early in santa magdalena to catch the the perfect sunrise when he noticed an aircraft overhead moving along at a good clip the single image he took shows something that is unlike any normal commercial or military aircraft that usually crisscross the skies over the region on a daily basis. Now, if you go to this article uh, at the website, ufowarning.com, you'll be able to see this thing, and it is very peculiar. I mean, it looks like a stealth bomber on steroids. It goes on and says, We must state that we cannot authorize the image and then talks about that a little bit but you know they've run it through a bunch of tests and it appears real well there's no reason for this guy to lie about it at first glance the aircraft depicted looks very much like the one seen in the supposed sighting of the so-called rq-180 sentinel high altitude long endurance very low observable drone from last november the rq-180 which you can read our in-depth uh, take on in the past, especially the future, is thought to be very uh, very limited operations at this time as it continues with its clandestine development. Flying the aircraft in this area of the world would make sense because it is precisely the type of environment it was designed to operate in, but could also just be transitioning to another location, including back to the United States. And then it goes on, it talks a little bit about, uh, you know, where they're at in the world. Of course, China's over there trying to... Uh, Increase their sphere of influence, and, and then, of course, we have many American bases around the globe, in, in the Indian Ocean, wherever. So this is the kind of theater that you would expect to find a very advanced uh, fighter craft, bomber craft, drone-type craft in. So oftentimes, when people have legitimate UFO sightings, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, it must be a drone. Well, look at this picture. And you can see that's what an advanced, an advanced man-made craft looks like. Then, if you look at the article, once again found on ufowarning.com, that was filmed by these uh, folks in Keokuk, Iowa. You can see this this uh, kind of hazy globe, almost like a star-like fixture, moving across the sky. Okay, not that far away either. The level of physics involved here completely different, okay? you are looking at one is a man-made object. One could almost be a ghost or an apparition, an apparition. That's the level that these UFOs are on. They're so far above what you could easily determine as a man-made object that they could almost seem paranormal or supernatural. That's the difference. That is the advanced level of physics that these things are employing. I think it's important. So oftentimes they just throw the term drone around like it's nothing, and in fact, in the uh, video, the woman even says that. Now, this article comes from the Sun. It's uh, and it's like I said, you can go there to ufowarning.com and link link it and look at the video. Pretty pretty decent quality. It says UFO, wow, family spot UFO hovering over road after thinking it was a star until it started to move. So oftentimes we just hear, oh well, they've just seen the planet Venus. Well, the problem is Venus doesn't move across the highway, okay? But luckily these people had had a, their cell phone handy and had the presence of mind to video this thing. It says, Jay Mitchell from Hamilton, Illinois, that's a little town across the river there from Keokuk. Keokuk is located in the very southeast corner of Iowa, right along the Mississippi River. There's a dam there. And across uh, the river, uh, not far from Keokuk, you'll find a little town called Hamilton, Illinois. It says, Jay Mitchell from Hamilton, Illinois, was driving his family near the city of Keokuk, Iowa, when they filmed the eye-popping presence in the air. It says, in video footage, Mr. Mitchell's daughter, Six, can be heard asking if they were witnessing aliens in the sky. But her mother is heard attempting to reassure her that, attempting to reassure her that it's not extraterrestrial life, because life, While pondering if it was a plane or a drone, despite not knowing themselves. Speaking of the encounter, Mister Mitchell said. We noticed it in the sky because it was a huge bright star, and we thought it was odd that there was a bright star during daytime. It was not moving for a few minutes, but we started filming when it began moving across the sky. And the father of one, <clears throat> Mitchell, who still, who is still convinced the object was not a plane. You cannot get through one of these articles without having and these opinionated, and I do mean opinionated, uh, folks injecting their opinion into things. Their negativity, uh, their, de- their debunking attitude. It's quite a, quite annoying. Still doesn't believe it's a plane. This light bears zero resemblance to an airplane or a man-made object of any kind. I mean, you pretty much about have to be an idiot to even suggest that what they saw was a plane. Planes don't move like that. Planes aren't suspended mid-air a couple thousand feet off the ground, appearing to be a light or orb, and then dart across the sky. That's not how planes work, okay? Totally different object than what was spotted in the Philippines, which was clearly uh, clearly defined, had wings, had a contrail behind it, looked like something that might have been built by a person, even though it's advanced, even though we can look at it and say, wow, that thing's the strangest looking plane I ever saw. It's a plane. This, however, they thought it was a star until it began to move across the sky. And not only that, but it was it was at a close enough range that they could tell it wasn't that far away. Then it goes on, it says, Speaking of the encounter, Mr. Mitchell said, We noticed it in the sky because it was a huge bright star, and we thought it was odd that there was a bright star during daytime. Yes, a bright star during daytime. It was not moving for a few minutes, but we started filming, but we started filming when it began to move across the sky. And the father of one Mitchell, who is still convinced the object was not a plane, remains uncertain about what he saw hanging overhead. As for what it was, I'm not sure he continued. it definitely was not a plane. It was a hundred yards in the sky and too low for a large plane. Get this? A hundred yards up in the sky and too low for a large plane. Now contrary to what National Geographic and some of the other mainline media will tell you, an airplane is not a, a 747 say is not capable of flying oh four or five feet off the ground uh, over over the course of a half a mile, clipping off uh, light poles and bouncing into the side of the Pentagon. It's too big. It's too heavy. It requires a much thicker cushion of air to do that because the thing weighs about forty thousand pounds. And this guy's smart enough to know that. He knows that a, a big passenger plane is not going to be hovering above the ground, three hundred foot off the ground, just hanging out there. That's not how they work. That's not how man-made objects operate. This is why they're called UFOs, unidentified unidentified. And what I like about this guy is, he's okay with saying, I don't know what it was, but I know what it was not. Well, there's a whole lot of things that it was not. It wasn't a giant pink elephant. It wasn't a car. And it wasn't an airplane. It on and says, it definitely was not a plane. It was a few hundred yards away in the sky and too low for a large plane. I am unsure exactly what it was, It was very, very big and very bright. After sharing his footage online, he was told by several locals that they'd had similar encounters. Imagine that. One person wrote, quote, My sister lives close to that area on the Mississippi, and she's been seeing crazy stuff in the skies for the past several months. I think there might be something going on in that part of the state. Her neighbors come over now and watch the skies with them because they consistently see very strange things. Another person in Nauvoo, Illinois, less than 10 miles to the north, said in the same writing, This is precisely the same chunk of sky my family repeatedly sees strange things in. Mr. Mitchell, a quality engineer by profession, is keeping an open mind about what his family witnessed. He added, As for intelligent life outside of Earth, I think that it should be common sense that we can't be the only ones. And yes, I think they have visited regularly, There have been reports of strange objects in the sky since the dawn of time. They have to be something. Well, he's correct. It has to be something. And it's certainly not an airplane. Now, I want to go ahead here and look at another article. In fact, we might be able to pull the audio up on that um, video real quickly. And you can just get a feel for the excitement. This video lasts, I think, about a minute. And I'm going to, I'll am gonna, i go ahead and play it here for just a second you can listen to it, it's it's, it's quite short, actually. Hello. Oh, got moving. I think she she moving. moving. Oh, it's not alien. It's not alien. probably oh, like a drone or something. What is that? Oh, what is that? I see it's rolling. It's gotta be like a drone or something. Yeah, okay. okay, a drone over here in okay. Kiowa. Yeah, we got it there. Now I think you get you get the gist of what's happening there. It's funny, even in this little family, a, a mom and dad and a couple kids. The dad says it's a UFO because I can't I can't explain what it is. He automatically realizes that it's something. It can't be a drone. Look at this thing. It looks like a giant ball of light or fire moving across the sky. And the the mother, she goes to default and says it's got to be a drone. That's the whole point of all these articles that we constantly see uh, people having legitimate UFO sightings and the narrative is always, well, it could have been a drone. They want to plant that stuff so deep into your head that you won't even bother reporting a UFO sighting. and You can just see this, this happen, this little microcosm. It's like a test tube of UFOlogy right here. The dad sees it. Yeah, it's some kind of UFO. The mom sees it, and she says, no, it's got to be a drone or a plane or something. Denial. They want to make you afraid so that you'll be in denial. The little girl says, well, they could be aliens. (laughs) It's just a little thing you can tell, but her mind's already racing forward. Well, if it's unidentified, and it's not a drone, and it's not an airplane, what could it be? the questions I don't want you to ask. And the other little kid, you can hear him say, no, 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 it can't be. It can't be that. So they want to keep the population afraid and in denial. They've got to be the big, they've got to be the biggest dog on the block. Because if the possibility for something else exists out there, good, bad, or indifferent, then they lose their authority as being the supreme the supreme lawgivers, the supreme knowledge bearers. People might not be quite as likely to stay inside of their house for a year and a half over a pneumonia virus. People might not be quite as likely to cover their face in paper mask, thinking it's going to save them from a virus. People might demand medical assistance in the form of antibiotics and zinc when they go to the hospital with a serious infection in their lungs. Okay, people might, people might demand to think for themselves if they come to realize that there's something really big out there. This is why they want you believing in evolution and not God. They want to be the biggest thing out there. Okay, just them, nothing else. they got to keep pushing that narrative and pushing, and pushing, and pushing. Now, Keokut has had other sightings, and I got to looking around a little bit, interestingly enough. You can also find this article located at the website, linked, rather. And it uh, comes from SyracuseNewsWitness.com. It says... It says, 1939 UFO sighting in Keokuk, Iowa. Same place. This is a story of a 17-year-old girl who witnessed a UFO over Keokuk, Iowa Keikuk, Iowa, in 1939. The city of Keokuk is located in Keokuk County, which is in the... That's not correct. Keokuk located in Lee County, which is in the southeastern part of the state. The country had a population of about 18,000 in 1939. This day, it is about 10,500. The city of Keokuk had a population of about 15,000 in 1939. According to the census records, it's currently about 10,400. Well, that's, that's not correct either. It's, I think, actually a few less than that. The primary industry of the region was and still is agriculture. Well, there's a big dam down there, and there's also some industry. Um, they make some different types of uh, heavy, uh, I think, wheels for railroad cars and stuff like that. Uh, Gene View's family lived, Genevieve's family, rather, lived in a house located just yards away from the railroad tracks. Her father and brothers all worked for the Santa Fe Railroad, which is why they lived so close to the tracks. Her adult daughter, Sarah, explained, Sarah posted this witness account in the UFO database. In mid-July 1939, Genevieve sat up in bed at around two AM and felt compelled to look out her window. She told Sarah she could sense there was something present. When Genevieve looked out the window, she didn't see anything. Then as she carefully looked at the bright star rich sky, she noticed that she couldn't see any stars in a large black patch of sky. There were no stars or anything else visible, Genevieve said. Genevieve explained that she could tell that she could tell that it had a shape and it was hovering about over the railway for about ten minutes. She also insisted that whatever it was, it made absolutely no sound whatsoever. Mom said that she never saw anything like it again, but clearly never forgot about it, Sarah said. Mother didn't tell anyone else about it for fear someone would someone would lock her up for being crazy. In later years, Jennifer got married, and moved to Portland, Oregon, and had five children. Sarah said her mother never shared her 1939 UFO story until 2005, when she was 73 years old. Between 2001 and 2015, the state of Iowa logged 1,158 UFO sightings. The top two counties in Iowa for UFO sightings were Polk with 192 and Lynn with 109. Those, of course, are the most populated counties in the state. Keokuk County logged only one for the sample period. And that's not Keokuk. That Kiowa County, but is is, not, is uh, really not too close to there. This is Lee County. Once again, let's look at some recent UFO sightings in Iowa. Then it says July 8, 2017. Manila reported seeing bright red lights, and then it goes through and lists a few of the accounts. I, the thing here to remember is these things are being spotted all over the place. It doesn't matter if it's Iowa. Doesn't matter if it's New York City. Doesn't matter if it's Florida. People are seeing them now. There was one other sighting in Keokuk. This is in 2007, so you know 14 years ago. And I'll just cover this very quickly here. It says um, this fellow sent in his his uh, report to UFOhunters.com, and basically what he saw was a a row of uh, lights in the direction of the airport. He thought maybe at first that they were actually an airplane, but then he goes on to describe how they moved and how wide they were. Honestly, these things do seem to be attracted to airports for some reason. I'm not really sure, you know, what that is, but people oftentimes report them, you know, in and around airports. Now, there's one other uh, article here that says crazy things in the sky, I'm just showing a little bit about what some of these sightings are about, but if this will come up for us, I just, what I liked about this whole sighting in Kikuk, though, was the fact that um, the, the folks there actually took the time, they were able to film this thing, they got decent video quality on it, so we have time, date, and place, and then we have, it. Just it's a short video, it's very clear. Um, there's, there's not really no question about what they saw. And then you have the commentary from the husband wife and two little kids in the car and it's just it's just so authentic and just so uh, right right there to where you know you can you can just feel um, the surprise, um, the excitement on the on the part of the, the little girl and uh, the, kind of just the daddy kind of being in awe. and then you can kind of detect a little bit of dread. Or a little bit of uh, suspicion or uh, caution on the part of the mother and, and the other young boy. That's where people are at in general. It seems like. I mean, you got the people walking around in the in the uh, I want to believe or I believe T-shirts, and then you got folks that oftentimes almost seem to get angry when this subject's brought up because. They say it's because, well, it doesn't make any sense, it's nonsense, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's more it's more a point I think of. It's easier sometimes to have a closed mind than an open mind. What I liked about this the, the gentleman when he was interviewed in this, or when he talked about it, was the fact that he just said, I don't know what it is. But he was open to a lot of different possibilities. I have to agree with him. I don't know what they are. They could be good, bad, or indifferent. I don't... It, it almost seems like it could be a mix. I mean, you've got people like uh, Dr. Greer that think all these things, is, you know, that, that everything that we see that is uh, actual um, extraterrestrial all have good intentions, and the stuff with the bad experiences, uh, the Greys, the Bigfoot, all this bad paranormal stuff is all uh, the product of some uh, deep state lab somewhere. You know, how do we know? But the first step, the first step, I think, in just realigning realigning our consciousness here a little bit, is to say, well, something's happening. You know, I, I have to believe my eyes. You have this video here. I mean, that's not a star. It's not a drone. It's not an airplane. Do we know what it is? No. But we've got film. And that's the important part of it is getting these these things captured and getting the video posted online uh, so that we can all have a look at it. It's so much, it's so refreshing to see these things posted and we don't have to have, we don't have to have this stuff released to us by the U.S. government. We we don't need Tom DeLonge or Louis Elizondo or any any of the other retired deep staters to parcel out video clips to us, okay? This stuff is so big and so common that we can find it ourselves. We don't need their help. We don't need their help interpreting it. We can figure it out on our own, okay? The first step is to just identify that it's happening. Just identify it. Time, date, place, and as much video as we can, and to make it as available to the masses as possible, just to publicly distribute this thing wherever we can get it to. And then after we've done that, we can start to delve a little bit deeper. We can get into the stuff like abductions, or close encounters, or whatnot, and cattle mutilations, some of the good stuff, the bad stuff. And then we can begin to form opinions around, well, what are the motives Of whatever this thing is. Or whoever this thing is. What are the motives behind. What we're seeing. Are the intentions good. Or bad. But we have to approach it with a clear and open mind. This is something that. This is what's so perfect about this video. It's from the grassroots. Just ordinary people. Driving along. Making a record of what they've seen. In real time. You get these. You get these little kids reacting to it. And that's what's so precious about this video to me. It's this little girl, the first one, she says, oh, it's aliens. And the little boy's like, no, it's not. The, the two basic human reactions that we have when we see these things, denial or just anticipation and acceptance. You can kind of go too far either way. Fact is, we don't know what they are. We need to approach with caution. You know, a grizzly bear is a very cool-looking animal. But I don't want to walk up on him unexpectedly and bother him while he's eating. okay? But to say that he doesn't exist would be put my own self in peril. And so this video right here, like I said, it's a microcosm. It is what's happening in the country today. Normal people seeing these things and having reactions that are all over the spectrum. So perfect. This is the kind of discussion that we need to be having. Not not waiting around for the Defense Department to release their next rendition of whatever it is they're going to tell us. Not waiting for Tom or Ellie or whoever else to spoon-feed us their version of events. We'll do it ourselves. We don't need their help. We don't need their help. We don't need the opinion of the debunkers and the doubters. We don't need it. Okay. We don't need them. We have each other. That's the coolest thing about this whole phenomena. And with social media, for all its shortcomings and for all the bad things you are doing, the cool thing is, is that we're taking their own system and using it to free the minds of people. That's awesome in my opinion. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.